We are not alone. Those words spoken before Mexico's Congress last week. The existence of aliens has been long discussed and it's growing in popularity. But is there any proof? Some individuals believe so, and the bodies were presented. You can call it a very close encounter of the third kind. Earlier last week, Mexican journalist Jaime Mausen spoke before his Congress and presented two alleged alien corpses. Soon after his testimony, scientists debunked Mausen's claim that the two bodies were indeed extraterrestrial. Recently, the United States Congress also opened the floor for various scientists and military officials to discuss the existence of unidentified flying objects. These experts claim that UFOs are undeniable. Is there extraterrestrial life beyond this Earth? I don't claim any special knowledge here, but I do know there is life for us beyond the Earth. It's in heaven. With Jesus, where we enter by faith, this is the greatest encounter we'll ever have. Do you believe? Welcome to Haven Today on Monday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and today we begin a new series called Encounters with Jesus. If you think about the life of Christ in the Gospels, it was filled with all the senses. There were people who saw Jesus heal the sick. People tasted the food he provided. Others heard his many teachings, like on the Sermon on the Mount, and Thomas touched his wounds. Though we weren't there in the first century, Jesus' life was filled with amazing encounters. I want us to think about one moment in Jesus' life today that was quite tense It's the very first encounter recorded in Jesus' adult life, and it's with evil himself, the devil. But before we get to Jesus' temptation in the wilderness, I want to share with you a resource that is available for anyone who supports Haven Today. I want us to listen to an excerpt from this production, not from Jesus' temptation in the wilderness, but in the Garden of Gethsemane, near the end of Jesus' life. Jesus... Satan, please, be still, Lamb of God. Oh, do you hear that sound? It's the cries of hundreds of Passover lambs. Tomorrow they will be slaughtered, and so will you. Unless, somehow, there's another way. Strengthen me. I'm weak. You're swallowing the sewage of all the sins of every human who's ever lived. He's sick with it already. It's only begun. There has to be another way. There must be. Father, if it is possible, let me not drink from this cup. Yes. Uh, yet not as I will, but as you will. Uh, Peter, James, John, get John. Can you not stay awake with me and pray? You do know what's coming next. You will not only taste sin, you will become it. Uh, 
be filled with it, infected with it, and die because of it. Is that what you want your legacy to be? Abba! My, my spirit is willing, but, but my flesh is weak. You don't have to do this. Uh, Father, if, if it is possible, take this away from me! With God, all things are possible. My friends... My friends are still sleeping. I'm alone. That's the worst one of all. Your friends have abandoned you. And soon your Abba Father will abandon you. Who is there to rescue you? Your is going to let you die. I can help. We'll find another way. I promise. There is no other way. What about your will? What about your will? What about your will, Jesus? What about your will? When's the last time you saw a Broadway caliber musical with an altar call? And that's what I love about sight and sound theater. They're based out of Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and they also have a theater in Branson, Missouri. Believers show up by the busload to watch these full-length biblical stage productions. And for the long-running musical, simply called Jesus, they went all out. But what if you're like me, and you don't live nearby? Well, in a special edition DVD we have available for you as our thanks for your gift to Haven Ministry, this top-notch stage production comes to life in a whole new way. Even those who saw it live can now see it all close up. The joys and pains etched clearly in the faces of Jesus and his disciples. It's as gripping as a blockbuster movie, but it's intimate as if you're sitting in the theater yourself. Perfect for all the family to take in the gospel story in a uniquely intimate way. So why don't you visit our website after the program, haventoday.org, where we have behind-the-scenes clips posted. But don't forget to make your gift and get a copy of this special edition DVD, haventoday.org. You can also call us, if you'd like, after the program at 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Now, before we talk about this first encounter of Jesus in the wilderness, I want us to listen to a wonderful song with a simple and yet timeless title. It's just called... Jesus. There is a truth older than the ages. There is a promise of things yet to come. There is one born for our salvation. Jesus. There is a light that overwhelms the dark. 
Chris Tomlin, opening this Haven Today, Encounters with Jesus, and a song that's title is just Jesus. I'm Charles Morris, and we're calling the program Encounters with Jesus. Right after being baptized by John in the Jordan River, Jesus went into the wilderness. It's strange, I know. He didn't begin ministering to individuals in Galilee. He began in solitude, praying and fasting. Luke 4 1 tells us that Jesus was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Why would the Spirit compel Jesus to begin his ministry on earth in this way? Right away, it seems like it was the wrong decision to make. 
Verse 2 tells us that Jesus was tempted by the devil for 40 days. He ate nothing during those days in that mountainous wilderness between Jericho and Jerusalem. And at the end of those days, he was hungry. Jesus was in a moment of human weakness. And his enemy was prowling around like a lion, seeking to devour him. This is the first encounter of Jesus that we talk about during this series that we're starting today. Not every encounter is a happy one, though we'll certainly get to those in due time. Sometimes an encounter is hard, but necessary. Jesus seems to be in a tough spot, but we ought not to be worried. This is not like a movie that came out several decades ago, where just moments before a climatic fight, the antagonist stabbed the protagonist to give him the upper hand. The devil is not tempting just an ordinary man. He is tempting Jesus Christ. And it's worth mentioning that before the temptation in Luke 4, we read a genealogy. Many of our eyes may glaze over when we hear that word, but this genealogy is very important. It traces the history of the Old Testament, showing that Jesus is the son of David, the son of Abraham, the son of Adam, and finally, the son of God. It gives us hope for Jesus' time in the wilderness. Jesus was sent out to do something the Israelites of old could not do, walk by faith and not by sight. Many years before, the Israelites grumbled, they complained, they disobeyed the Lord in the wilderness, and the Lord responded by keeping them there for 40 years. Jesus went to the wilderness for 40 days to obey when the Israelites and we could not. So how does this encounter with the devil begin? The devil appears with a seemingly innocent request. If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. What could be wrong with making bread? Jesus was hungry after all. He had spent days and weeks in prayer reflecting on God's word. Would his heavenly Father really want him to starve? But that isn't the point of the devil's temptation. By turning a stone into bread, the devil was tempting Jesus to reject the Father's provision and to provide for himself. But to this, Jesus responds with Scripture, quoting Deuteronomy 8, Man shall not live by bread alone. Jesus knew, as the Son of God, that we are to depend on the Father for all our needs, spiritual as well as physical. After this temptation failed, the devil tried something else. We have to remember this. The devil is a pesky enemy. He has so many tricks up his sleeve, and if one tactic doesn't work, he'll try another in hopes of seeing us slip up and fail. We must stay watchful. In his second temptation for Jesus, Luke 4, 5, tells us that the devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor if you worship me. It will all be yours. But once again, Jesus saw the folly of this temptation. The authority the devil speaks of does not belong to him. It belongs to God alone who made all things. And Jesus responded in turn with Scripture again. It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. If you think about it, 
Jesus' response to these temptations was the exact opposite of Israel's in the wilderness. Israel grumbled over God's daily provision of manna. Israel worshipped other gods and even made idols to worship, but Jesus succeeded where Israel failed. And that's good news for us, because we have succumbed to temptation as well. Well, to close this passage, the devil tries a tactic some of us might be familiar with. If we are on the losing side of a game, what might we try to do? Adopt the other team's game plan. It worked for them, after all. The devil now quotes scripture again to Jesus in verse 9. The devil had Jesus stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. What a funny way the devil is quoting Psalm 91 here. The funniness is he curiously ends in verse 12. But have you ever read the verse that comes next? Listen to what Psalm 91.13 says. You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent. The devil was using a psalm that speaks of his own defeat to tempt the one who would defeat him. It's quite absurd. And Jesus once again saw through the trickery, telling him, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. And the devil then departed, and Jesus stood victorious. Adam and Eve fell to the devil's schemes in the garden. The Israelites died in the wilderness after a time of testing. But Jesus' encounter with the devil ended in triumph. And that's good news for all of us. By faith, Jesus' victory over sin, death, and the devil becomes our victory. Across men to kill is my name.
person who takes away our sin. The Holy Lamb of God makes us alive again. Makes us alive again. Behold the Shane and Shane with my victory with Robbie Say here on this Haven Today, a program called Encounters with Jesus. I'm Charles Morris. Theater has always been a powerful way to tell a story. Millions have flocked to theaters to see secular musicals like Hamilton, Wicked, Phantom of the Opera, Rogers and Hammerstein, but Broadway rarely has space for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Dorian, come to me. My name is Legion. For there are many of us within him. That is a lie. That is not who you are. Son of God! Do not bother us! You are Dorian, the child of God, and he loves you. We beg you, if you're going to cast us out, then send us into that herd of pigs. Anywhere but to the distant place. Dorian, be free! Hey! You! Get out of here! Stay back! He killed our pigs! He delivered this man from devils! He delivered us into poverty! You're not welcome here, miracle worker. Put your swords away. We'll leave. Oh, healer. Where are you going? Please let me come with you. No, Dorian. Stay. And tell your people what the Lord has done for you. They won't listen to me. Not yet. But they will listen to you. That was an excerpt from the Sight and Sound Theater Company. They exist to bring the story of Jesus to the stage and dramatically tell the great rescue story of all time with professional performers. First-rate production. Musical numbers that will resonate in your bones. And I would like you to experience it for yourself in your own home. This production that we have for you is simply called Jesus, and we have a special edition DVD available as our way of saying thank you for your support of Haven Ministries. All you need to do to take a look at a sample 
make your gift and get it on its way is go to our website right now. Our website is haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. Or if more convenient, call us right now at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And just one more thing. If you were intrigued by it but didn't get a copy of the book we had available last week, Five Things to Pray for Your Kids, you need to still get that. And we still have copies for you. Ask about it when you call or read a sample chapter and get it when you go online. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again together we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. One thing I love about reading the Bible is how different each book can be. Every author has his own style, his own way that he tells the greatest story ever told. The Gospel of Mark, it doesn't have a story of Christ's birth. It jumps straight into the action immediately. No one uses that word more than Mark, immediately. Jesus came on the scene. Immediately, he healed and taught. Immediately, people were cleansed. Immediately, 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 more than any other. Mark lets us know that the Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises. Darkness reigned, but in a moment, immediately, it was slain. Christ, our Savior, is at hand, able to save even now at a moment's notice. Spend more time with Jesus. Visit GetAnchor.com.